Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Multiverse Fancast. As always, I'm Paul. I'm one of your hosts, and joined with me is my podcasting partner in crime, or partner in mild misdeeds, <laughs> Roddy. Roddy, how are you today? I'm doing even better now that you had that quote go out. <laughs> mild misdeeds. <laughs> I try really hard, guys. Oh, man. Tell me about your friend, Roddy. He misbehaved <laughs> once. <laughs> Just once. Just that one time. Uh, so, well, welcome back, guys. We're excited to be talking about uh, this topic tonight. Uh, we're going to warn you, we are now going on about four hours of podcasting, and it's, yeah. it's going to get a little weird. Also, Ronnie picked up some not-family-safe beverages. <laughs> lemonade. Yeah. 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 Ultra lemonade. I, I, iced tea from Long Island. <laughs> but, um, so tonight, we're, uh, we're kind of sticking in our vein of Marvel DC kind of um, back and forth. Because as most of you guys know, movie news is getting few and far between. Yeah, um, a lot of companies are, are starting back up production, but now we're in this big war of streaming versus versus movie theaters. Because yeah. theaters are closing, you know, AMC, all these big names, Regal, chains, Regal, um, and a lot of these big Hollywood studios are already coming out, going, "Well, we're not going to help." Yeah, because they they make their money streaming too. Like, yeah, it's it's unfortunate. Um, I know it's not related to the topic, but ha- like going to the movies. For me, we had such a great oh, time. Yeah. We would always have a blast going to the movies. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it's kind of a shame to see where it's going. And I think some movies are designed to be seen on a screen. Yeah. You know, like you're... There, there's... Yes, it's nice to just sit at home and watch a movie. Oh, it absolutely. Is, it is yeah. nice to be in the comfort of your own home. But when you have big action movies, whether we're talking, obviously superheroes right comic books and stuff you know that's what we do here but you know any sort of action movie out there you need to see that on the big screen you you need to have it it's not the same seeing it at home Mm -hmm. on your tv you know so it's unfortunate what's going on in the world right now yeah where we there's a chance we might not have this opportunity for quite some time because America's stupid. Yeah. Because uh, Regal has officially closed. Yep. Everything. A- AMC's, and AMC's on its way out as AMC's well. AMC's doing like 99 cent movies or yeah. something ridiculous like that. They, they, I saw something out there where you can rent the theater for $99. $99. Yeah. I got 99 problems, but a theater's not one apparently. Oh, yeah. But um, the reason we also bring that up is like we're talking about movies that you need to see on a big screen that always have a little bit more. So, so like some movies that come to mind, we saw Avatar in IMAX, like when. It was real IMAX, like the yeah. giant, like one movie at a time kind of the yep. IMAX. Uh, what, what? It made the movie better. Oh yeah. Um, another example, Dark Knight. Dark Knight yes. filmed in IMAX, like they, yeah. it made a big difference, and and seeing it in IMAX was just awesome. But um, we're talking about a movie franchise that uh, we touched base on two weeks ago. Yep. Uh, if you guys listened to it, um, we're gonna be talking about the Tom Holland Spider Man and his role in the the MCU and his own personal yes. movies. So, and kind of finish up our Spider-Man um, episode arc. Uh, we do have one more that will reflect what's going on with Spider-Man because, yeah. like we said, the, the movie news was few and far between, but um, DC had their big showing a few yes. months ago where they announced all their projects and all the things that are coming up. But uh, Marvel had been a little quiet on that front because they were banking on Black Widow. Yes. And Disney Disney openly said, we're like, we don't care. We'll, we'll do streaming. Like, And now you see movies like Mulan and stuff like that. <sighs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> We're not going to get down to business no, no. tonight. But uh, so, 
we're going to talk, you know, there's been a lot of Spider-Man news and a lot of rumors that have been going around. Yes. So we, we talked about the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy. We talked about the amazing Spider-Man uh, duo. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Dynamic duo. Um, so now we're going to talk, we're going to, most of our focus is going to be on Tom Holland's Spider-Man uh, in his solo outings. Yes. We're, we're going to touch base very briefly on his first appearance in Civil War. A little bit about Infinity War and Endgame, because yeah. uh, we realized prior to uh, recording tonight that we had not done oh, episodes I don't on. Feel so well. Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. But um, we have not done episodes on Infinity War or Endgame, so we're actually going to try and plan a little something around the same time the uh, the Snyder cut of Justice League comes out. Because yeah. why not do a big episode for Marvel and a big episode for DC? Exactly. It's our show. We get to do whatever we, we want. Do what we want. Yeah, it's all 12 people <laughs> listening are going to get yeah, really right? upset. So, um, and one of them is a co-host every once in a while. <laughs> oh, Sean. Sean had to leave because <laughs> he has to wake up in like six hours. Yeah. And that's like low-balling. Yep. So the, here's the issue with Spider-Man that uh, we're going to jump right in. Yeah. So when Marvel was first trying to get their footing, they sold the rights to all their characters. Yes. Or at least uh, the biggest names. The biggest. So characters like Spider-Man... The X-Men, uh, Daredevil, uh, I'm trying to think, Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. Uh, 20th Century Fox got a lot of them. Yeah. They got the Fantastic Four. One day we got to do a retro review on those movies. Yes. It's, uh, it's I, weird. I, they're enjoyable. It's weird how much I like the first, like the Chris Evans yeah. and Ian, Gru- Ian Gruffold or whatever his name Gruffold is. Gruffold and Jessica so, Alba. Jessica Alba and like uh, and Michael Chiklis. Yeah. It's funny how like nostalgic I am for those movies. Yeah. Especially after seeing Fan Four Stick. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Talk about a movie with wasted potential. I don't think I've seen that movie in its entirety. Really? Really? I just That's couldn't. That's fair. I don't think the director has either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we also had like movies, you know, trying to think of Blade was out. Yeah. But they weren't under this whole big banner. And, you know, they, they tried to do Spider-Man. They wanted to do Spider-Man. But the deal with Sony dictated that as long as Sony made a movie every five and a half, six years, they were able to retain the rights to Spider-Man and over 900 Spider-Man related characters. That's why Sony's constantly trying to make their Sinister Six movie. They're trying to do a, you know, they did Venom, which was successful. They got Morbius that's coming out. They wanted to do a a Black Cat and Silver Sable movie. They had a lot of plans that just didn't go well. No. But, um, so in December of 2014, this is on the heels of Amazing Spider-Man 2 not doing as well as Too they good. wanted. Yeah. Not even just financially, but also critically. Um, you know, they, they saw what happened with Spider-Man 3. So during the infamous uh, computer hacking of Sony's computers, <laughs> correspondence was found between Sony and Marvel Studios yep. um, about allowing Spider-Man to appear in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, specifically Captain America Civil War. Yes. Now... I think one day we're going to have to do a retro on, on the, the Captain... Like, each of the MCU trilogies. Yeah. Um, maybe when Thor uh, next Thor comes out. Thor comes out, yep. So, Captain America Civil War. One of my favorite MCU movies. Yes. Uh, it's weird how... When you watch the original, like, first movies of each character... Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Thor, Captain America... Captain America was the one I was, like, most worried about. Because yeah. Chris Evans, like... Yeah. This was goofy Chris Evans. This was, like, Scott Human Pilgrim, Torch. Chris Evans, Human <laughs> Torch, uh, The Losers. Yeah. Um, so he, he was... Uh, not another teen movie. That's that's on Netflix right now. I was watching yeah. it the other day. I was like, holy crap, that's Captain America. Yeah. Uh, wearing a whipped cream bikini. <laughs> Chris Evans just don't care. No. But, um, you know, that was the one I was most worried about. But then it, 
because it's a character I love too. I love Captain America. Yeah. I'm a big Captain America fan. But um, his first movie was good, but he blew us all away with Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier is considered by, I know, all the hosts oh. of the Misfit Faction and yep. by the general populace that Winter Soldier is considered one of the best MCU movies. And it's one of the most, or as, excuse me, it's one of the closest movies to perfection that you can get. Oh, yeah, I agree. It's not only just a great superhero movie, but it's also just a great movie. Yeah. Um, and also, it kind of broke the trend. Like, Iron Man 2 was okay. Nah. It was okay. Yeah. Um, I think they, they spent a lot of time with setup and some interesting choices, but, like, some great visuals. Like, the War Machine yeah. stuff was great. Um, Thor the Dark World was terrible. No. Oh, God. <laughs> Tell me the name of the villain. Who? There's a villain? Well, ironically, you said who? Doctor Who, yeah. Christopher Eccleston. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Malekith. Yeah. But then there was no Incredible Hulk sequel because that's another licensing issue with Universal. Um, very similar to the deal that Sony struck with uh, yeah. Marvel. And then, you know, obviously Captain America, Winter Soldier, blew everybody away. Oh, yeah. And then even Avengers Age of Ultron. Like, I don't remember it being bad. I loved, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. But then, like, suddenly it's like the weakest Avengers movie. I was like... I mean, if if you if you're talking Avengers movies, which to to me I still consider Civil War an Avengers movie. I don't consider Avengers it two point yeah. five or I, yeah. I don't really necessarily consider it a Captain America movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I could see it being the weakest Avenger titled movie. Yeah, I I like I I understand it especially, yeah. but like in all honesty, like at this point, I find the original Avengers. Boring. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Great movie. Because I think we got a, spoiled after oh, it. So oh, so spoiled. So incredibly spoiled. But they were trying to get Spider-Man into the MCU from the beginning. Yeah. Apparently, and this is a fun fact. You may not know this. When they originally shot the uh, Nick Fury scene, they mentioned the X-Men and Spider-Man. Just, yeah. just in hopes. Like, just yeah. in hopes. And uh, apparently also, I don't remember if it... I know Captain Marvel was supposed to make a little cameo yeah. in... Uh, Age of Ultron at the end with the new Avengers teaming up. I think Spider-Man they wanted also, but yeah. So, in the comic book Civil War, Spider-Man's a focal point. He is the hero that's that's caught between Team Iron Man and Team Captain America because yeah. it's it's very different in the comics. This movie Civil War just in fights and in title only. Yeah. Um. So Civil War in the comics was a young superhero. I forget. I'm not. I haven't read it in quite some time. Mm-hmm. But uh, causes a big accident, and very similar to like Wanda's situation in uh, uh, Civil War when yeah. she accidentally blows up the building trying to save Steve. Um, and basically, the government steps in and they're like, "We need, we need to regulate superhumans." Very yeah. similar to the Sokovia Accords that happen in this, and um, it comes down to two factions. It comes into Captain America, who ironically is fighting against the government, saying, "No, we deserve the right to to not only regulate ourselves want. but also." Like, he brings up great points in the movie. Yeah. The movie does it a little bit better with Tony Stark because it gives him an emotional drive as to why yes. he feels the way that he does. Uh, mostly guilt. Yeah. Tony Stark's a big guilt character, especially in the MCU, because it tries to make him a little bit more human. Yeah. So, in the comics, Peter Parker joins Tony Stark's side. He ends up unmasking in public and puts his entire family in danger. And eventually, he kind of sees the error of his ways and he joins uh, Team Cap. But... um. In this, they kind of gave the Black Panther role. They they Black Panther was written for Spider Man, yeah. but when they couldn't get him in time, they switched it. They yeah. switched it, which 
honestly, great choice. Oh, Black, yeah. Black Panther's introduction in, the, in Civil War was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um, and I can't, we, we, we may have to do like a Black Panther kind of episode, especially yeah. once they kind of decide what they want to do with yeah. it. Um, but so they, they managed to secure a deal with Sony where, um, I want to say they had licensing where they would do three solo movies and three team up movies. Yeah. Um, something along those lines. Um, we've also been drinking. So there's also a lot of ums. Um. I, I'm hitting a lot of ums. <laughs> um, 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 um. So Tom Holland was signed on young actor. I yes. think, uh, 17, 18 at the time, like super young. Perfect. Like, yes. That's who you want for Spider-Man. So Spider-Man's intro in the MCU was fantastic. I remember the first trailer where it just shows him, you know, the underoos, catches the shield and he flips. Hey, everyone. Um, (laughs) What did you think of his suit initially? Initial reaction to his suit in Civil War? Lackluster. Really? Yes. Wow, that I, is not the word I would expect. I, I, I think, I mean, it was a great suit, but I think just expecting more. It was nice to have, you know, the eyes moving. The eyes was a big You know, thing. I think that was the only good thing about it. Really? Wow. Yeah. I'm shook. Shook it. Yeah. But um, I when I first saw, like, they first released a picture of it, like, with the trailer... And I was like, that's not real. That can't be real. Oh, yeah. Like, we were dissecting trailers. Like, the first, I think, one or two trailers didn't show Spider-Man at all. Yeah. So, like, we were people were dissecting. Like, no, that could be him in the corner. No, yeah. Not. But um, his intro was fantastic. Like, first the scene with with Tony Stark. And apparently the scene, the part where Robert Downey Jr. goes to sit down, he's like, I'm going to sit here so you move the leg, was because Tom Holland forgot his blocking. So, or his uh, marking, whatever marking. it's called. Because um, in movies, they, they show... They, mark on the floor where actors are supposed to stand yeah. so that way it sets the uh, for the cameras but that that opening scene is just like fun it's like the the little banter he finds yeah. the onesie yep. you know we get the basics of peter parker story we get introduced to aunt may who's much younger in this iteration yeah. and it's like a running joke about how hot she is yeah it's marissa tomei come on yeah come on it's not a running joke it's a running fact yeah right <laughs> but um so you find out that peter parker's been spider-man for about six months they don't mention Uncle Ben at Thank all. God. Thank God to a point. I think Uncle Ben is a very crucial part of Peter Parker's yeah. story, and I know Tony Stark kind of takes that surrogate role, but I really, I hope that at some point they do bring up Uncle Ben. The closest we got oh, was yeah. his, his luggage in Far yeah. From Home. I, I think he didn't need it in Civil War. No, and also we know Spider-Man's story at this yeah. point. We don't need to see him get bit by the spider again. <laughs> um, he does discuss it with Ned in Homecoming, but... It was a great little scene. You see that Spider-Man's been saving people. He built his own web shooters, which is a con- something we talked about in our yeah. Spider-Man episode about good, bad, better, yeah. worse. And Tony Stark ends up recruiting him. He's 15 at the time, the youngest of the of the heroes fighting, to go stop Captain America. Because yeah. Captain America's building a little team, so he's like, oh, I'm going to build a team too. And yeah. It's going to be better. <laughs> uh, were you Team Cap or Team Iron Man? Team Cap. I, yeah, I think everybody kind of was. Yeah. I think they, they kind of designed it that way. Yeah, right? I think the problem was Iron Man was too whiny and too self-centered. Yeah. Uh, the, one of the things, though, I liked about that movie, and I know we're talking about Spider-Man, but since we're talking about Civil War too, yeah. um, when Tony Stark actually goes onto their side temporarily because he takes Cap's word for yeah. it and you know, the, the evidence that he gets sent, then as soon as that emotional switch clicks and he goes after Bucky and yeah. he's like, he literally says, I don't care. He killed my mom. 
Like it, it wasn't even about the Civil War, quote unquote, that they yeah. were in. It was literally just pure emotion. It was a great yeah. character moment. So Spider-Man's participation in the airport battle is still one of my great. favorites. It is, you know, he goes one-on-one. Well, first he goes after uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. And you get a sense of how powerful this Spider-Man is. Because Spider-Man yeah. in the comics, strength-wise, he's not one of the strongest heroes. He's no. very strong human standard-wise. Yeah. Uh, I think he can lift approximately 10 tons, which, yeah. you know, Ronnie's like, you know, day, so I, I do that day that ends in Y for yeah. me. You know? For real. So... Um, you see his his wall crawling, the the basics. You do see his spider sense in this movie. Yes. In one shot when he lands on a, a rafter and the eyes go wide like they do in the comics and he goes, yep. oh God. And he dodges Winter Soldier through like a, a billboard or something. At yeah. Him and he whips it back. But you see how strong he is when he catches Winter Soldier's arm and Winter Soldier's like, uh, uh-oh, we got what? a problem. And I, I love the little banter. You have the right to remain silent. Yeah. Like just, just too bad the spidey senses didn't work with uh, Falcon's drone. Yeah, <laughs> he's distracted. Yeah, the Peter Tingle. Yeah, they really need to stop calling it that. I, I <laughs> it was funny. Sounds at like the something time. else. Yeah, it definitely sounds like <laughs> a little something else. That sounds like when Aunt May walks in nowadays. Yeah, right. But he goes one on one with or one on two with them, and he actually he does defeat them. But yeah, you know Falcon's Falcon's tricky. Yeah, we gotta do a character episode on Falcon. He's fun. He's another character that really came into his own. Yes. Uh, so, his next big fight, I believe, is with Captain America. Yeah. Like yeah. They, they have their one-on-one on one bout. And Brooklyn. That is such a great character. Because, like, at the end of the day, Steve's not there to hurt anybody. No. And they, they even all say it, like, at certain points. Like, you're, you, were holding, you were pulling your punches. Like, Black Widow yeah. and Hawkeye are going at it. And, he's, you know, he's like, we're still Scarlet. friends, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're still friends, right? Depends on how hard you hit me. Yeah, right. You know, uh, Tony Stark asked, you know, my plan was to go easy on them. You yeah. want to switch it up? They, they, and then, it, you know, the real battle kind of starts. But having him fight against Captain America was great. You know, they're, they're a little back and forth. And, and Captain America's respect for him. You yeah. know, they do say in Homecoming that, like, he's like, you didn't think I was too young when I fought Captain America? And he's like, trust me, kid. If Cap wanted to lay you out, he would, he would have. have. Yeah. So, it, again, that's another thing about Captain America, especially in this universe. He's one of the best fighters. Yeah. So, you know, you get the Queens in Brooklyn, and they, great payoff finally in Endgame. Yeah. Oh, when he throws that hammer to him. Yep. Hey, Queens, you know, heads up. Yep. Such a great moment. And apparently, in the end credit scene of, of Civil War, he tells Aunt May that he got beat up by some old guy in, from yeah. Brooklyn. Yep. So, he also gets a great scene when Ant-Man grows and his, his yes. reaction. <laughs> you guys see that movie? <laughs> that really old movie? <laughs> It's it's just Jesus uh, Tony. How old is this kid? But um, so he actually he's instrumental in defeating Ant Man. He gets uh, knocked away in the process. Yeah. Uh, one of the best things about Civil War though is when they have their their big melee when they're all running at each other. Every time I watch it, I notice something Great. different. Like who's fighting who? Who's yeah. doing what at the time? And it's just such a it's one of those movies and Endgame even more so. Yep. Where you can watch their biggest set pieces and see something new yes. every single time. So, Peter Parker eventually gets knocked out by a giant man. Yeah. Uh, what was giant man? Like, just falling? Yeah. yeah. It was when he was falling after they, they webbed up his legs. Yep. A- another character, just so good. We need to do Ant-Man and the Wasp, too. Jeez, we are so far behind. <laughs> what do you oh. expect? It's been like a year we jumped, or two. <laughs> yeah. I think the, the last Marvel movie we did before, like, our hiatus was Captain Marvel and Shazam. Yeah. So, he, uh, he, be- he gets benched for the rest of the movie. We see him in the end credit scene, and that's... About it. it, yeah. 
Uh, any thoughts on his appearance that we haven't touched on? Um, I don't think so. I think we hit on everything um, that we wanted to hit on. Again, there it wasn't too much to talk about yeah, with him. Of, and, 20, you know, exactly. 20, 25 minutes with, in Civil War. Um, but after Civil War, the next time we see him is his own movie. Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Now, Spider-Man Homecoming is just such a fun movie. Yes. It is what a Spider-Man movie was supposed to be. Now, I do have my qualms. Uh, with I love Tom Holland's Peter Parker. Yes. For a couple of reasons. One, in real life, Tom Holland is very Peter Parker. He's, yes. He's nerdy. He's awkward. He just has a British accent, which makes him more attractive, I guess. I don't know. Accents help. Yeah. I don't know. Why not? Why not? <laughs> but uh, and he's also jacked, like he's yeah. in great shape, but and a very Spider-Man kind of jacked, not like Thor jacked. Yeah. But he, you know, he posts his workout routines. He's got a history with dance, with uh, gymnastics. Like yep. he's just like he was perfect for the role. Oh yeah. So and we also got uh, in this movie Michael Keaton. Yes. Making his mar- uh, his vulture. Marvel debut as the Vulture again, fantastic. Yeah. We had uh, Tony Stark coming back in. Tony Stark got paid, or Robert Downey Jr. got paid. So much money for, for this. five seconds. Literally, <laughs> they they broke it down where he was like getting paid like some ridiculous like a million dollars a minute or something yeah. ridiculous. And a lot of his scenes, he's not even in with Peter Parker. No, it's you know there's you know the opening scene which is fantastic where it's kind of reenacts yep. um, all this. Stuff. Well, first they show a little bit more of the collateral from the Avengers yeah. battle. You know, Adrian Toomes played by Michael Keaton. He's a construction worker. He's got this big contract with his crew to. Um, Clean up after Clean up. the Avengers mess. So they're in Grand Central after, you know, the Chitauri evasion. And Tony Stark basically creates a government subsidiary called Damage Control, which is – it's a comic book to, thing too. Like yeah. they did it. And I think uh, DC did a show with Vanessa Hudgens. Uh, power or something? No, not Power. I don't know. Some show where they, mm-hmm. they were like the cleanup crew. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah. So – because you, you wonder in comics, like how do they fix these yeah, things? Yeah, right. So DLT and <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We can't even get the potholes fixed around here. <laughs> so they get knocked out of a job and they lose a lot of money. Yeah. But they realize that they would make more by repurposing some of this alien technology and selling it. Yes. What did you think of the Vulture costume? I I, I liked it. I did too. You know, I I don't know how you could have done it any other way. It they the comic you know. books. It's really hard to do. Yeah. I think making it kind of like a an Iron Man, Doctor Octopus kind of mix because like he's yes. got the controls that he can move the wings around at the end. Uh, yeah. The wings kind of had their own like uh, motorized. Mars- they weren't yes. just for flying, basically. Yeah. We also had um, Marissa T- Tomei comes back. She's got a little bit of a bigger role. She yep. also finds out who he is at the end, which was uh, yeah. big. Get a little big. reveal. Yeah. So really good. So Peter Parker's. Kind of trying, he's trying to be an Avenger, but Happy Hogan's just kind of ignoring him. He's doing a lot of mundane superhero stuff. Yes. Like, we get a great little montage, you know, with the, hey, oh, let's, let's go. go. You know, he's just counting down the minutes till he gets to leave school. Like, yeah. He, he's such, he's a kid with a job that he loves. And, you know, unfortunately, it's not always the most adventurous job. Yeah. You know, <laughs> from somebody who's who's in a very... Similar line of work. It's not always nice. excitement. What? What? <laughs> I'm not a superhero, just so people know. Yeah. But anyway, um, thanks, man. Appreciate <laughs> I you. I got you. I appreciate you. <laughs> so, like, it shows him. He, you know, he gives an old lady directions. Yeah. He saves somebody's bicycle. 
Um, he tries to stop what he thinks is a carjacker, and it turns out to be... The, he's like, I'm trying to break into my own car. Yeah, right. You get your Stan Lee cameo. Yes. Um, he, you know, he's giving like a mission report to Happy, who's got 9,000 text messages you know, unresponded. Yep. And the movie picks up when Tom Holland, Spider-Man... I don't know why I referred to him like that. Why, why don't, Stop me. Stop. He, I don't know. You told me to stop you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. He uh, sees a bank robbery happening. Yeah. Using advanced alien tech. One of my favorite scenes in the movie. Yes. It shows the quippy Spider-Man. Um, he acknowledges like, the you guys are the Avengers. Avengers. <laughs> Thor, Hulk, nice <laughs> to finally meet you. Too. I thought you'd be more handsome in person. Yeah. So it gives a, a sense of gravitas like to what's going on and it sets up the story because you find out that the Vulture was like, no, we do small jobs because that's why the Avengers don't notice us exactly another theme that they explore in the next movie where it's the opposite where yeah. mysterio is trying to create avengers level threats so spider-man gets wise to them and eventually he he wants to go to a party because he's a high schooler he wants to go to a party yeah. and he wants to impress liz yes i loved the high school dynamic in this marvel world yeah you know they make a lot of mention like Bruce Banner's got a picture on the wall, yeah. like Howard Stark's on, on display. Yep. Uh, you they they play the F Mary Kill game with uh, the Avengers. Yeah. I'd marry <laughs> Tony Stark. All that money. Oh yeah. That's silly money. Seriously though. So what what did you think of the high school dynamic? Because we've seen it before. Do you think they did it better in this movie, or would you? Have- oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Because well, this is the thing. Obviously, from the first three different time mm. you know na- nowadays it, high school is not what it used to be no and they're you at know? a like a magnet school yeah so it's like all smart kids okay. exactly um but i i did like it it kind of it, it made it more realistic because you actually had teenagers and not 20 something year olds apparently the like the kid who plays ned is like really old yeah have you seen him recently oh yeah he got like jacked yeah ned leads in the comics too becomes the hobgoblin at one yes. point so I that's think, what oh, that's what they're saying i would love it they're saying oh, i wonder rumors, though. We can't, oh we can't yeah and all the rumors what 17 of them or something yeah but the characterization of tom holland's spider-man is very different so like every peter parker has been a little bit different you had peter parker the the nerd like the really socially awkward nerd in the Raimi yeah. trilogy. He had one friend and he, like, he didn't really interact. He got picked on, etc. Yeah. Then you had the Andrew Garfield one who's a little bit more cool. A lot of, sometimes people say like a little too cool, a little too confident. Yeah. But again, genius, you know, same yes. kind of those, you know, overwhelming was, sense to do good. Yeah. Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Is a good mixture. He kind of hits all the points. Yes. Like he's got his one really close friend, but he does have a group of friends that he associates with. Yep. Um, he does have the bully in Flash Thompson, which apparently that that actor got yeah. bullied mercilessly for playing Flash Thompson. Really, it's a different iteration of the character. Yeah, you know, traditionally Flash Thompson's like a, a like a jock, picks on Peter. Yeah. but they're like they're at a magnet school. Like, why not make him an academic right. rival instead? Um, and it leads to some great things. And I really yeah. want to because Flash Thompson in the comics becomes Venom at one point, Agent Venom. Yes. I would love to see what they do with him, and he's he's really fun in the in the next movie. Yeah, it feels like every movie they give Flash more to do. Like yes. in in the first Spider-Man, after the bullying scene, he's kind of done, and then he appears at Harry Osborn's funeral of all places. Yeah, right. 
in the sec in the Amazing Spider-Man movie, I really enjoyed Flash Thompson. Yes, They're, one of my favorite Spider-Man scenes is after Uncle Ben dies, and Flash comes to like express that he's sorry to Peter. Yeah, and Peter whips around on him and like pins him to the locker, and he's just you know he's just got his powers, and he's like got him up there, and Flash is like, dude, I get it, and I it feels good, right, to yeah. be angry, but I'm sorry. Yeah. And then at the end of the movies, they're actually buddies, and he's wearing a Spider-Man shirt because yeah. in the comics, <laughs> Flash Thompson's a huge Spider-Man yeah. fan, which is which makes it even funnier. Even funnier, yeah. So he's part of the academic decathlon, and he goes to this party hosted by Liz, Liz Allen. Yep, smoking hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, I think she was a little bit older than the rest of the cast. Yeah, like she was supposed to be. I think she was supposed to be a senior, and they were sophomores. Yeah, she she was a senior. Yeah, something along those yeah. lines. And he Ned accidentally finds out that Peter's Spider-Man after he gets his backpack stolen, so he has to go home <laughs> in costume. Um, and his spider sense wouldn't go off because Ned's not a threat. Yeah. Because a lot of times in the comics, Spider-Man's spider sense goes off when villains are, are going to see who he is because yeah. they're villains. Yeah. That's why Aunt May didn't trigger it when she walked in, like yep. all that stuff. So not after the Death Star. <sighs> yeah. Oh, that was painful <laughs> when he drops that Lego Death Star. Apparently, Tom Holland's not actually seen any of the Star Wars movies. Yeah, I know. All right, he's down on my list. Yep, he just moved out a notch. <laughs> so, he uh, Ned finds out, and he accidentally... Like, there's a great scene of like them. He's asking all these questions. Do you yeah. spit venom? Do you lay eggs? <laughs> what happened to the spider? Oh. Yeah, like, I mean, but that's uh, he, like... He's like one of the best, the best things about he that. Yeah. He's the guy in the chair. Yeah. One of the best lines. Uh, what are you doing in here? I'm looking at porn. <laughs> What a great line from uh, Ned. But, you know, like, he's also, he's the audience surrogate. You know, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of times we talk about who the audience surrogate in these. You're not, spo- you you can relate to Peter Parker, but you're not supposed to put yourself in his shoes. No. That's that's fantasy. That's who I want to yes. be. Ned's the normal person thrown into extraordinary exactly. circumstances. And he asks the questions that we would ask. Yeah. If, like, if you, Ronnie, suddenly had superpowers, I'd have so many questions. And I wouldn't tell you anything. Well, that's not nice. We would just do a oh. podcast episode about it, and you would just talk about yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's pretty much yeah. that. Yeah. Kind of like what you do now. That's that's fair. I was actually thinking it when I said <laughs> it. I was like, he's going to catch this and turn it around on me. You said I could host this one. <laughs> You're the one who's supposed to keep me on track. So he goes to the party, and he has his, his moral conundrum. Yes. Like, do I do this? And be like, yo, Peter Parker's the cool guy. Thanks for inviting me, Liz. But that's not what heroes do. And yeah. we actually get an explosion off in the distance, and Peter goes to investigate. Yes. And it turns out that uh, some of uh, the associates of the Vulture, I believe uh, Shocker and, and Scorpion, who, yep. who's going to, or at least who's going to become Scorpion, Matt, yes. Matt Gargan, they did a lot of great setup in this movie. I, oh, I yeah. hope the payoff is just... Which is weird considering they tried it in Amazing Spider-Man 2 and it failed miserably. Oh, yeah. So, they're selling weapons to Donald Glover's character. Yeah. Uh, you're a big fan of Donald Glover. Yes, I am. Yeah. Ch- Childish Gambino. Yes. Did you ever... What was he on? Community? That was his uh, big show? Yep, Community and then, and then Atlanta. You you watch either? Or? I, I Not so much Community. I've seen a couple, but I, was, I did like Atlanta. Yeah. Um, I, I've watched every single episode of that. Um, yeah. yeah, but yeah, he his character is supposedly is the uncle of Miles Morales. Aaron Davis, yes, yeah. who also becomes a, a character called the Prowler. Yep. Kind of more famous after Spider-Verse. Yes. 
really great great casting because there was a big push oh, to yeah. get Miles or Miles Morales played by Donald Glover, but obviously he's a little too old. Yeah, you'd have to do like a Spider-Man of the Future kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. So, and he mentions Miles in this. Yeah, because when Spider-Man goes to kind of, he uses the suit recognition later on. Yeah, and he mentions, "I got a nephew that live around here. I, I hope they do something with it." Better. Miles Morales is a character that shot up in popularity so quick. I, like he was controversial at first too. Everybody's yeah. like, "Oh, you're just making him Hispanic and black because you're trying to be woke." Turns out he was a great character and oh, yeah. a character that even survived the Ultimate Comics being uh, discontinued. He made yeah. it into the main universe, and obviously he was this, the star of Spider Verse. He's got his own game coming out. Yeah, I want the PlayStation Five, and that's one of the reasons <laughs> why. Of but, course. So he ends up. Breaking up the deal. He's a great little Ferris Bueller-esque montage, which actually has Ferris Bueller in it. Yes. Because I remember, I'm pretty sure you and I probably went to go see it together. Yeah. And watching it, we're like, oh, it's very Ferris Bueller. And then it, then it shows That's another great movie. Yep. Oh, uh, it's just that a was fun, great. Yeah. And the vulture actually intercepts him. And you get the great scene with Tony Stark. Yeah. Rewatching that is even better because there's a scene where the Iron Man suit actually reaches its hand out to take the drink that Tony Stark is getting because yeah. it's all remote. Uh, great little banter, and it's it's probably their first interaction in months. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Rhodey is pissed that his suit had a parachute, yeah, and a built-in heater. I'm not gonna say which one he was probably more mad about. <laughs> the heater. Let's not forget, Rhodey also stole that suit, and it was the second suit that Tony ever made, so he yeah. was probably missing some fixings. Oh yeah, um, it's a nice looking suit though. It you know it's weird. I love the Iron Patriot suit. Yeah. But I'm glad they only used it for one movie. And then, yes. you know, they brought it back in Endgame because you have to be able to... Di- there were too many Iron Man characters you had to be able to differentiate. Yeah. So, he's like, leave this to the professionals, blah, blah, blah. You're just a kid. I don't, you know, yeah. listen to the adults. I'm your daddy now. Uncle, Basically, I'm your uncle now. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm the real Uncle Ben. <laughs> tell, tell your aunt I said hello. So... Peter decides he's definitely not going to do anything that Tony asked him to do, and he manages to get a piece of the uh, the the energy core. Yeah, and they're trying to dissect it, and Toombs' goons are like, "Uh, we need to get that back." Yeah, Peter manages to put a tracker on them, and they they go down to Baltimore, and Peter's like, "Oh, that's where the that's the what, academic decathlons in Washington. Super close." <laughs> How convenient. Yeah. So he ends up going down there and some of our, our better set pieces, he, he manages to activate the suit's full functions with Karen. <laughs> the only Karen anybody ever really likes. Yeah, right? Yeah. So his suit. Now, this is where I get, an, not annoyed, but Spider-Man's never really been defined by a Stark-type suit. Yeah. I I get they did it so that he had somebody to talk to in those yeah. scenes. And also it, it inspired Keeps his mask on, which is a big Spider-Man problem. Yeah. Like, it always was. Tobey Maguire... Always comes off. Yeah, like, all the time. Everybody in New York knew who Spider-Man was. Oh, yeah. So, he ends up trying to fight the Vulture, gets knocked out, wakes up in, like, their vault. I know we're kind of skimming through the movie, but... we It's all right. We can do what we it's want. It's a retro. We got a lot to get through. Yeah, we, we have four more movies. <laughs> so, no, three more. Excuse me. Three, yeah. Oh, so, man. Oh, woof. It's been a long day, guys. So, he ends up getting back to the Washington Monument. That is a great scene. Oh, yeah. It is such a fun scene. He learns a little bit about his suit, so we kind of get to see some of his suit yep. capabilities. But him trying... Because I remember watching it going, why is he freaking out? Like, he 
he's never really been in like New York City swinging. We don't get that till the end of Far From Home. Oh yeah, home. yeah. So this is like it, Washington Monument's a lot higher than than it looks. Yeah. So he's trying to break in through the the bulletproof glass. He manages to finally do it with the helicopter. There's a running joke in Spider-Man fandom that if you see him swinging and he's not swinging from anything, it's because there's a helicopter. helicopter. Like in, uh, in, but in Endgame, you see him swinging, and everybody's like, "How is he swinging?" And then you realize he's on Giant Man's hands. Yeah, that's what he's he's hitting, which is hilarious. Scott Lang's just sitting there going, "Oh God, oh what is this? <laughs> is this stuff coming out of you?" Hold on. <laughs> but so he manages to save the day, save the girl, kind of build a little bit more of a rapport with her. They tried to they they made fun of the famous upside down kiss. Yep. Peter, now's your chance. Kiss her. And he falls. <laughs> and I love Flash pops in. Do you really Do know you? Peter Parker? <laughs> so they, uh. they get back to the school. Um, I'm trying to think. And Peter tries to ditch because he's like, I'm done with it. I'm, yeah. He gets the tension. Yep. But he manages to get the courage to ask Liz out. It's, it's super cute. But also, he interrupts a weapons deal on yeah. the ferry, on the Staten Island ferry. Tony Stark calls him at the same time saying, hey, I, you know, great job in Washington. You know, I'm trying. And like Peter's like, oh, I can't talk right now. He's like, I'm trying to give you all the all the appreciation yeah. right now. And you're not you're not having it. So Spider-Man interrupts an arms deal. Another great scene. And one, one of my favorites is he like whips a motorcycle and it hits the guy. He's like, oh, my, that that was really rough. I'm sorry. My bad. Because <laughs> Spider-Man is also super strong. He's yeah. a kid. Like if he punched somebody as hard as he could, they yeah. die. And not to mention he's. Fairly new at this too. Yeah, I'd say uh, a year ish. So he doesn't. I mean, he, you kind of know your own strength at that point, but also in the maybe heat of the not. And then as you get older, you know, obviously you can develop. You know, your powers can get stronger. So you know that from personal experience. Yes, I do actually. I, I freaking knew it. <laughs> but for the past I, ten years, <laughs> I was wondering why you were holding the podcast desk over your head this whole time. <laughs> but so he interrupts this deal, and it eventually goes. South because the FBI shows up. Yes. And he's like, well, what are you guys doing here? And the vulture ends up, you know, a combination of him and Peter Parker, they end up splitting the ferry in half. Great scene where he's trying to web it all up and, he's, and they do a couple of POV shots, which were really good in Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. That was rough. <laughs> but um, edit. <laughs> he manages to like, start getting it together and the suit's like, great job. You were 98% successful. I, I hated that because I was like, that means he was still like really successful. Yeah. It's not like, you know. Not like it was 50%. And then just one thing breaks. And, yeah. You know, you get the scene that was in all the trailers and all the, the marketing where he's like holding it. Yeah. But Iron Man comes and saves the day. And in one of probably my favorite scenes, when the Iron Man, Iron Man lands next to Peter and Peter's like, if you really cared, you'd be here right now. And that suit opens up and Tony Stark walks out with all the bravado. Yeah. Oh, what a scene. That was a Ooh. baller move. Uh, yeah. Chills. A little bit. And, you know, Tony's basically like, you're going to give me my special suit back and you're going to grow you're up. You're grounded. That's pretty, basically pretty much. He grounded him. So, and, he, you know, it kind of, it ruins Peter. Yeah. And that's when he, and now he's got detention. But he asked out Liz. So That's he, all that matters. He kind of takes a break from being Spider-Man. And then one of my favorite movie twists, you find out that Adrian Toomes is Liz Allen's Daddy. Dad, yeah. Uh, they never really addressed the uh, the name difference, but whatever. Yeah. So Peter goes to pick her up for the homecoming dance, and there's the vulture, who Peter has now figured out who he was from the yep. from the from the ferry. But vulture doesn't know who he is. Yeah. 
the scene of him piecing it together in the car ride is fantastic. Yeah. Like, just slowly. Like, you see how smart Adrian Toomes really is. Yep. And Liz gets out of the car, and he, and just suddenly he has a gun in his hand, and he turns around, and he's like, does she know? Like, all pretenses dropped, different character completely. Yeah. Michael Keaton sells it and does well. That's why I'm glad they're bringing him back, hopefully. Yes. So... What I what any thoughts on where we are in the story right now? Because now Peter's got another moral dilemma. Um, no, it it definitely building up as it goes. It, it kind of the first half because I say we're I guess we're maybe a little bit more than halfway through the movie. At yeah, this, this point. is we're going into the third we're, act. Yeah. Right now. Um, honestly, the first was just very action and no character stuff. You got a couple of moments with, you know, with Peter making the yeah. choices, and you know, but but, but this, this se- the the second you know act three and final act is where you start seeing the character development into you know not just with Spider Man but you know even with Vulture too. Yeah, because like it shows that Vulture's Vulture's not a bad guy per se. No, does he do some less than altruistic things? Absolutely. Well, like, yeah, accidentally disintegrates the, the first shocker. Yeah. I didn't know this was the disintegrating yeah. gun or something like that, but like he gives Peter an out. He's yes. like, "I'm not, I'm not hurting anybody." Stark has billions of dollars. Yeah, I'm just trying to provide for my family. Like, it's great when a villain is is relatable. Yes, like you can understand their motives. They're scarier when you can't, but you know he gives them the chance. He's like, "Go in that dance, have a good time, not too good of a time." Like more of those dad jokes. But Peter has, like, he walks in and you see him. He's like, I can't do this. I have to go. I have to go do the right thing. I love the scene of him running through the the hallways, taking mm-hmm. off the tie, and he goes to, like, his old stash, lifts that up, puts on his, yeah. his cheap suit. Uh, really just, and then Shocker jumps him. Yep. And Ned saves the day, which is great. Yeah. And Peter goes off to confront Adrian, and, you know, they have a little bit more of their banter, and he's like, Dude, you don't want to fight me. I'm not the bad guy. Like people like Stark, they don't care about people like us. Yeah. Which he preys on it because he doesn't know that Tony like disavowed him. Yeah. But great scene of the, all the the building collapses on Peter. Yeah. And he's crying like he's like crying out for help because he's still a kid. Yeah. You know we but he he psychs himself up and they have a great shot of the mask and like the half face half mask thing from the yeah. comics. Him lifting the rubble up is straight out of... Uh, Dr. Octopus did a similar thing to him. It's straight out of the same comic. And the air, the airplane fight is fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of fun. You know, it's, it's everything I wanted it to be. And eventually it ends up with Peter not only saving the vulture, but catching him. Yes. Tony Stark's like, you, you saved all my toys because nothing exploded in that plane crash. But thank God it was November on Coney Island. Yeah, right. <laughs> a lot of people should have died. So Jeez. Tony like invites him to become an adventure, and he's like, you know what? I think I'm good as is. Yeah. And it's a great scene. You know, Pepper Potts makes her return to the MCU, yep. and you find out, you know, the ring and all that. That's great when he flicks the ring to him and he catches yes. it and he walks back in. Uh, you get to our first look at the Iron Spider suit in that scene. Yep. Not comic accurate at all, but a definitely. I definitely still enjoyed it. <laughs> so, and he gets back his his red and blue uh, Stark suit. Yes. And it ends with Aunt May finding out who he is. And yeah. a little tease of the scorpion in jail being like, hey, heard you know who he is. And 
Adrian says no. There's yeah. a lot of theories about why he he defends Peter. Uh, most commonly because he saved his life, but also yeah. because you go after Peter, you go after Liz Allen. Yes, and exactly. Any, anybody that Peter knows. So yep. I think that was more his motivation. Yes. So that was uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. That was also how many minutes? Too many. That is a lot. We're going to have to go a little bit quicker on the next one. But uh, let's talk Star City rating for... Well, we can do Star City rating for, for this. Would you like to go first, sir? I'm going to give it a four. I, I'll agree with you. It is just a fun Spider-Man movie. Like not, Nothing about it like particularly blows me away, but it was everything I wanted, you wanted. it to be. Yes. And more. Exactly. So we have appearances in Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. Those are his next two big yeah. appearances. He plays a a much bigger role in Infinity War. Yeah, Endgame, he's got nothing really in just there. Just the final fight. Yeah, just the final fight. And even that is only like two seconds Yeah, that, so that you really enjoy him with. We're not really going to get into it. Obviously, like the, the fight scenes are great. The, the, the banter is great. Yeah. His first interactions with Doctor Strange, which is another reason we're doing this episode. Yep. And, you know, obviously the, the I don't feel so good. Yeah. Moment. That, is, that is still one of the hardest MCU moments to watch. Yeah. So, gets you. Right, in Endgame, right in, the right, in the, right in the feels. So, in Endgame, he pops back up when uh, Bruce Banner's able to re-snap everybody into yep. existence. Uh, some really good moments, you know. Nothing really. Like, he's part of the big lineup scene. Yeah. He, you know, he has his moment with Tony where he's like, you would not believe what's going on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is fun. Uh, instant kill. We finally got the payoff to instant yeah. kill, which was great. Yeah. Um, the second he said it, we were all like, <gasps> and then he starts just—it's just stabbing. It is yeah. a lot of stabbing. Oh yeah. But <laughs> it was awesome though. And he gets his, his heartfelt moment with Tony at the end, and like you know the we won, Mister Stark, and he, he actually refers to him as Tony at one point. Yeah. For the first time. So let's jump into Far From Home. We're not going to spend too much time on it because I know we kind of a lot of our biggest talking points. So this is the what what is the world doing without? Not only Iron Man, but also the return of all these people that were yes. gone. So, as which is now called the Blip, is their yeah. their return. So, the movie takes place after everybody's been blipped back into existence. Tony's dead. The Avengers are kind of up in the air. As I really hope they they figure out what they want to do with the Avengers. Yeah, uh, a new Avengers would probably be their best bet with maybe Captain Marvel running it, like yes. running the team, because it would she'd be the logical choice. Yeah. Problem is, they made her too powerful. They they really Superman yeah her, like hard, so Which, I mean that's kind of the equivalent. Yeah, but you know what? There's enough threats in the MCU or excuse me in the DC universe that Superman does need yeah some help every once in a while. Uh, but like she Thanos was the most powerful thing they ever fought, and he and she kicked his butt. Oh yeah, uh, until he used the Power Stone like a like bitch. yeah family friendly. <laughs> sorry. So that scene with the headbutt. Oh, that's still that's still. Oh. I was not a big fan of Captain Marvel per se. Yeah. Um, I liked her better in Endgame. I yeah. Think. But that headbutt scene is still fantastic. Oh. So, Spider Man, he's in this weird spot where he's a known hero. He's respected in the town, and he's like doing charity things, which is really cool. I really like yeah. that. I like him and Aunt May's dynamic. It's, yes. It goes against what you thought it would go. She's dating or seeing Happy, Happy, which is great. It's a oh, great running bit. Yes. And Happy deserves a little bit of happiness. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. So Peter's like, I'm going on vacation, and I am not going to be yep. Spider-Man during this. Aunt May still packs his suit. <laughs> somebody, somebody actually brought up, like, why would nobody, like, blink at, at this? This is a world where character people are dressing up as these heroes, 
Yeah. It, there, there's nothing uncommon in this world to not think that that's a set of pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> but the fruit, <laughs> not this. So he ends up going to where he goes to Italy, right? Yeah, Venice. Venice. So I've been there. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. He goes and during this time, Nick Fury, quote unquote, and Maria Hill, quote unquote, yep. are dealing with these elemental beings and the arrival of a new hero, quote unquote, quote. <laughs> not a quote unquote, <laughs> played by Jake Gyllenhaal in Quentin Beck, Mysterio. Yes. So while Peter's on vacation, a water elemental, quote unquote. Quote. <laughs> now, if you know the comics, you knew Mysterio was a bad guy. Yeah. Um, they do a great job playing it up. Oh, yeah. And when that reveal finally does happen, like. He, he, I, you knew he was a bad guy from comics, right? Oh, yeah. But even knowing he was a bad guy. I thought he was a good guy. He was so Cause, good. Because they played it off so well. And the worst was like, you wanted him to be a good guy. Like, yeah. He has such great moments with Peter. Like, like he's like, well, what are, are we distracting you, Parker? Nick Fury says to him, he's like, yeah, well, maybe because you hijacked his summer vacation. Yeah. Like, he sticks up for Peter. He's on Peter's side. He He's supportive to Peter. And then the second that, that like, switch. Yeah. Oh, man. And, like, he just turns into such a swarmy jerk. Yes. But, so, Peter... Tries to fight the water monster on his own. He gets like a makeshift of a Mardi Gras mask type thing. Yep. And Mysterio comes in and saves the day. Yep. And, you know, Peter does some... What's the best? I can help. I'm really strong and I'm sticky. <laughs> and, like, Mysterio doesn't bat an eyelash. He's like, no. go do this. Go do this. Go. Yeah. Like, and there's a great scene with uh, Flash going... Yeah, he's cool, but he's no Spider-Man. What is it with you and Spider-Man? And, like, he starts saying all these great things about Spider-Man, and then Peter walks in. He's like, what's up, dickwad? <laughs> It's just their their relationship has, has oh, gotten yeah. better and better, and I like what they're doing with Flash, yes. actually. So Peter is then recruited by Nick Fury, and they introduce Quentin Beck as a, somebody from another Earth. Yes. Uh, saying that, you know, there are multiple worlds in this. I think they were also sowing the seeds for what they want to do, and we'll talk about that towards the end. Yeah. So they team up. What did you think of the, uh, the stealth suit? I liked it. I really did, oh. too. Unfortunately, they didn't do this in the trailers. They show him just kind of flick his head down and the, the eyepieces yes. drop. They don't do that. He literally just flicks it up and down. But yeah. Such a cool costume. Oh, yeah. And It'd the whole time, he's, he's also trying to pursue Mary Jane, yep. Ned, and, and Betty. Not Mary Jane, MJ. MJ, yeah, she, Michelle. <laughs> Notice they didn't call her Michelle once yeah. in this movie. Uh, cute and, uh, and all that, like, you know, a lot of like teenage lovey-dovey stuff, yeah. which, is, which is adorable. And like they have great chemistry, but yes. she's not Mary Jane. No. She's not. I'm sorry. Like, her name's Michelle. Yeah. So, and at the same time... That's MJ we had. That's fair. (laughs) Uh, Ned and Betty start dating, which is great. Yes. (laughs) Like, just for the duration of the plane ride, they fall in love. (laughs) And then they break up when they get home. Yep. It's a European summer fling, man. Gotta love it. Those things, man. So, great scene with them fighting the fire elemental, and they think that it's over. And Peter's got these uh, glasses yeah. from Tony Stark called Edith. Even yes. dead, I'm the hero. Yep. Very Tony Stark. Completely Tony oh, Stark. Oh, yeah. So 100%. these glasses, not only do they have like a networking capability, like he's looking at people's phones and like all that social yeah. media stuff, like it's a, a computer interface. It also has access to an army of drones. Yes. Very dangerous to be giving to a 16-year-old. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like maybe when he turns 21, like those yeah, get right? bequeathed to him. <laughs> When he's really Spider-Man and not yeah, right? Spider, Spider-Teenager. <laughs> so you do get the great scene on the bus <laughs> trying, accidentally trying to kill yep. the, uh, the other kid that's like vying for MJ's affection. Poor kid. <laughs> Ugh. 
It's fun. It's yeah. Fun. But Quentin Beck's main goal is to steal those and take yes. control of Edith. And because he apparently created the holographic technology from Civil War, yep. where Tony Stark created the augmented reality, like this little therapeutic thing, yeah. and named it Barf. Yes. Like, obviously, he also fires Quentin Beck for, for getting crazy about it, but you also have, like, his script writer, uh, who is, like, a, and, uh, one of the scientists from the first Iron Man, like, all these characters. Yeah. And if you watch Far From Home, you actually see them in the background as yes. soon as they get to Venice. Like, you see Jake Gyllenhaal, you see the script guy. Yep. He's, he's basically almost like a political superhero. Yes. Like, I, I know you haven't seen The Boys yet, but, like, no. in The Boys, all these characters are... they're. They're big business. Yeah. So they're run by a business. Uh, like, these are the things you can say. These are the memes we're going to post. These, like, yeah. you know, it looks better when you're wearing this color, et cetera, et cetera. So it, it's fun seeing uh, basically a hero by committee. Yeah. What did you think of Mysterio's suit? Unique, I guess would be the best Surprisingly word. well adapted, considering yeah. how it looks. The fishbowl. Yeah. Um, I'd be, uh, better than... I mean, if they would have done exactly how you're supposed to. Yeah, that's a hard suit to translate. Yeah. Uh, I think having it like almost mechanical with the, yeah. the the mask coming over, and obviously a lot of it's like holographic. Yes. But I liked his kind of magic-y look. Yeah. But doesn't Aunt May ask, was that your friend, Mr. Strange? Strange. No, Doctor. Doctor. And no, that wasn't him. <laughs> Which, yeah. again, another fun Doctor Strange. Oh, nod. yeah. Like, it's almost like they planned this out. Who knew? What? So... Quentin Beck manages to to con the glasses out of Peter, and Peter doesn't realize it until it's too late. They find a piece of one of the drones, and they realize that they got played. Yep. MJ realizes he's Spider-Man, because not that hard. Yeah. Um, And so when he goes to confront Quentin, he ends up actually thinking he's running into Nick Fury, and we enter one of my favorite MCU scenes of all time. Okay. The scene of him, of Quentin just destroying him mentally while doing all this great holographic tricks on him, straight out of the comics. Yeah. Like these, these are all comic-accurate scenes that you would never think would be able to be translated to screen. Having them use drones... Because in the comics, Quentin Beck's like a special effects artist. Yeah. They only go so far. Like, if Baby Yoda walked down here right now, I'd be like, that's a puppet, but it's cute. Wait, Baby Yoda's a puppet? It's not real? No, it's totally real. It's, it's fine. It's oh, real. okay. It's real. Oh, it's, it's, my God. It's for, the, you know, it's for the older viewers. Yeah. They don't believe in magic anymore. Okay. No, it's okay. <laughs> you can take your head off my lap. Thank you. All right. Oh, so, that was good, though. I mean, I had somewhere to put my beer. But thank <laughs> <laughs> God we don't do video. Oh, man. Yeah, if Ronnie hasn't worn pants for a single one of these. Nope, never will. <laughs> Just your Spider-Man onesie. <laughs> So, but yeah, the scene with like Quentin like just destroys Peter emotionally, yes. and you know Peter's spider sense is on the fritz, so he ends up getting hit by the train. But like the whole scene, you don't like, as an audience member, nothing can be given away. Having yeah. them use drones with holographic uh, technology, smart. Yes, because um, you know Quentin says it. He's like, people see what they what they want to see. They see yeah. what they believe. And I mean, he did that for Stark Industries. Yeah. And, you know, it's only gotten better as, yeah. time, you know, technology. Because MCU technology has really moved. Yes. That's one thing that the MCU does very differently than uh, the DCEU. Like, you don't see big technology jumps in the DCEU. No. Like, obviously, they were studying the Kryptonian ship, but that's about it. Yeah. Uh, the MCU. And Cyborg. Uh, well, he wasn't made by human technology. Well, yeah. So. Well, yes. But, like, the MCU, they constantly show the the world is growing. Yeah. Especially after Wakanda and, yes. uh, you know, Tony Stark's bleeding edge armor. Yep. So, 
Quentin manages to get it. Peter gets hit by a train. He ends up in like the Netherlands where everybody's really nice. Yeah, right. And they make mention of it. And I love the scene of Happy coming to get him. Yeah, and that like, was nice. Because like, Happy's walking out and Peter's like, tell me the one thing that you, only you would know. And he mentions the adult video yeah. that he bought. <laughs> uh, great scene. And Peter just like broken in that plane. Yeah. And like he's healing, he's stitching him up and they have a, they have a great moment. Yes. I really want to see more of Peter and Happy Hogan. Because... I th- I definitely think we will. You know, besides besides James Rhodes, Happy Hogan's known Tony the longest. Yeah. Like if anybody's going to be a voice for Tony Stark now that he's gone, it's it should be Happy Hogan. Yeah. And obviously, John Favreau directed the first two Iron Man movies, yes. and he's just a good dude. Yeah. Like a really he he's a very personable uh, personality. Yeah. <laughs> so they have a great you know talk, and he's like, you know, you're not going to be Iron Man, but Tony believed in you to just be Spider Man to be you. Yeah. Like, and it's a it, because Peter's trying to be Iron Man, that's not what the world needs. No. It doesn't need another Tony Stark. Like he even says, he's like Tony. Tony had a lot of issues, kid. Oh like, yeah, you don't want to be a Tony. You you saw him at his best. Yeah, you didn't see him at his worst. You know, it's like the phrase "Don't meet your heroes." Yeah. So he inspires Peter. They go. They're like, "We're going to. We're going to go save my friends because now they're in danger." And he builds a new suit. Yeah. The very Alex Ross black and red yep. suit. Um, minimal technology, which I liked. I don't like yes, the overly tech over spider Yes, you know, exactly. He's got the, the parachute. God, I'm terrible tonight. <laughs> got the parachute, the glider wings, and just the basic webs with and yeah. taser webs too. Yeah. So keeping it simple. Great action set piece with him. You know, fighting off all the drones yep. and destroying the hologram. I love the hallway scene though. Yeah. Where like he's like, "Well, you want these glasses? Come and Come get them." And he's like, come on, Peter Tingle. And he clo- the eyes close. <laughs> and he takes out every single drone. You get some great scenes with like MJ and all of them being yeah. saved by Happy. You find out that it's because they were watching Flash's live stream. Yep. <laughs> and Peter's able to defeat Quentin. I love the scene where he catches the gun. Yes. Oh, like just, oh. just badass. Oh, yeah. Because his spider senses, you know, back came to, back. Back to where it is. Yeah. Um, if they bring Mysterio back, they're going to need to have him with other villains. So that way Peter can't focus on him. Yes. Like Peter had to constantly focus on yeah. the you know the illusion tech, so Quentin supposedly dies, but it's Mysterio. He He's not. You can't ever believe with what, oh, what you no. see with Mysterio. Peter saves the day. He kisses MJ. Everything's hunky dory. Everything's gonna end on a good note. He goes back to New York. One of the and our first big him swinging through the city scene. Yep. With his red and black yes. suit, he uh, takes a selfie, yeah. from, literally straight from the Spider-Man uh, PS4 game, which is a fantastic game, like <laughs> one of the best superhero games I've ever played. Yeah. I, st- I still can throw it on anytime if I had a PlayStation again. <sighs> Too soon. But uh, stop being a baby. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ironically, I'm getting married the same day the PlayStation Five comes out. I don't know if I'm going to make the ceremony. I'll it's make, all right. Yeah, I'll, yeah. St- I'll step in. Get the PlayStation. Oh, thank God. We're about to have a very awkward conversation. You're one of the best men. <laughs> it's my responsibility. It's my responsibility when he's not here. It's like uh, Eric and Boy Meets World. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Topanga, I've loved you. Sorry, guys. We're getting loopy. So, Ooh. the movie... It's funny because the movie ends like three times. Yeah. You know, it shows him and MJ swinging through. And then the big ending is... A big reveal. Big reveal. Not only is J.K. Simmons back as J. Jonah Jameson, yep. uh, with the dailybugle.net, I, I have no problem with no. making it up. It's, the, it's these new, times. Yeah, tabloid exactly. website. 
releasing a, a video from Mysterio, and it's weird because like it's in that same hallway, and he's all decked out, but he wasn't in that actual hallway. So yeah. that's why I think he's still alive. Yep. But he reveals that Peter's is Spider-Man. Yep. And you get the, what the? And <laughs> one of the best memes, too, with him yes. on his head, Macaulay Culkin style. And the movie just kind of ends, and we have not seen Spider-Man since. No. Now not we, for another year. We do have um, a new Spider-Man coming out. Yes. Uh, for the MCU, it's has not. It's not gotten a title. It's supposedly it's coming out. I think they're starting filming in December. Yes. They're so we are, dis- next December is supposed to be coming out. Yeah. So we are gonna. I don't. No, I don't think next December. I think that's a summer movie. I don't think they've actually done a release date yet. Oh, no, you're right. December 17th. I'll be upstairs. <laughs> so here, so first we we had a really big falling out between Marvel and uh, Sony. Yes. Uh, to the point where we a lot of people were worried. Marvel and Sony kind of parted ways temporarily because of of money. You know, they... Disney's too greedy. Disney and Sony apparently were 50-50 on the, the cost of the films, but Sony got most of the profits and Disney took like a very small percentage. Now here's, so when this first broke, Disney tried to make Sony look like the bad guy. Yes. But a lot of people don't realize that that's only for the movies. Disney Disney does all the merchandising, all the yep. animated stuff. Like they make all that money. They make, Spider-Man yeah. is considered one of the most profitable characters of all time. Yeah. Um, he's right up there with characters like Superman, Batman. Like you make a Spider-Man movie, even if it's bad, people still go see it. Oh yeah. You know, Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3. You know, as much <laughs> as we love the Amazing Spider-Man movies, Amazing Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Um, but so, like, Sony turned around and was like, "Hey, you're making money hand over fist." Yeah. Like, get out of here. We 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 have the rights to the character. Yeah. And you built a universe for us. Yeah. It's our character. We get the money. Yeah. So they eventually did come to an agreement. There's a lot of discussions about how real this was. Yeah. Like, I, I think a lot of us had a feeling that they would come to some sort of impasse. Oh, yeah. Uh, apparently, Tom Holland call, made phone calls like himself, like, yeah. hey, I don't want to lose like what we have going on here, which is good. I like how passionate yes. he is about the character. You know, Andrew yep. Garfield was the same way. Tobey Maguire a little less. Yeah. So, now, what's interesting about this movie is we have Tom Holland's coming back, uh, Zendaya, Marissa Tomei, uh, a couple of others that they've confirmed. Benedict Cumberbatch apparently will be in the movie as Doctor Strange. Yes. Uh, taking on a, a mentorish Mentor. role. Now, we're going to talk about Doctor Strange in, uh, I think, two weeks, we said. Yeah. Because there are some points about Doctor... I feel like Doctor Strange was missing a movie between Doctor Strange and Infinity War. Yes. I really feel like there was something in between there, there sp- that we... Something's supposed to happen. Yeah. But another big thing, and this is kind of what's prompted our, our Spider-Man discussions, was that Jamie Foxx will be reprising his role as Electro from The Amazing Spider-Man yes. 2. So there's a lot of speculation yeah. about what that means. You know, is it just going to be like J. Jonah Jameson where it's just like, hey, wink, wink, nod, nod. A little flash? Like, like a little flash of him. I thought you meant like flash how like John Wesley Ship plays no, a no. lot of different characters. <laughs> but he is going to play like an actual role in it. Yes. So there are a lot of theories about Spider-Verse and, you know, Doctor Strange's sequel is called The Multiverse of Badness. So there are a lot of theories about what could be happening. The biggest rumor has been, and it's always persisted, uh, that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are supposedly going to come back for this. Um, I believe the website Fandom Wire, yeah. quote-unquote, broke the news. Uh, but then Sony recently was like, that's not true. But yeah. Fandom Wire's like, they didn't say that it wasn't true. They just said that, you know... They just said, it's not we're not telling yet. you. 
Um, I, I I don't know. I, I don't want that news to break. I don't want to see set photos. I don't want to see any spoilers yeah. of it happening. I would have loved to be so surprised. surprised. So surprised. Unfortunately, with stuff like that, they have to announce the cast because the cast is going to be well known. Oh like, yeah, it, it's part of this, the film actors guild and all that stuff. Yeah. So really excited though to see what happens. But let's uh, let's get far from home. It's uh, it's Star rating. City. Star City rating. Uh, I don't, I don't know if I'm prepared to go for this one because th- this was one of those movies that I th- I want to say I enjoyed more. Yeah, than it's not Homecoming, a f- but it's not a four five. But, but exactly. Yeah. Like I I'm gonna have to give this one a four as well. I think. So I think. You but it's I- weird because it's like Homecoming. I think was like critic standpoint. Yeah. A better movie. Fan standpoint. Far from home. That's fair. So That's I, fair, that, yeah. I'm gonna have to say a four. I'm gonna give I think, both fours. I think uh, Far from Home is like four towards a four point five. Yes. And then uh, Homecoming is a four towards a three point five. Okay. So yeah. just just to put them in context with each other. Three and three quarters and four and yeah. a quarter. <laughs> you can't do that. Oh, we also we forgot to even mention that uh, Nick Fury and Maria Hill were oh, scrolls. Scrolls. Yep. Yes. For uh, t- uh, t- Thomas. Ta- Thomas. Tacos. Ta- Tacos? No, that's on Tuesdays. Oh. No, Talos. 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 Yes. <laughs> and his wife. They, yes. Uh, yeah, they came back for, and they found out that uh, Nick Fury is actually starting a new organization, it looks like. Yeah. In the comics, there's also, there's a space organization like S.H.I.E.L.D. called S.W.O.R.D. Yeah. So that's the big rumor for that. So really, that's kind of all we wanted to talk about for those movies. Uh, we yeah. kind of also mentioned, you know, where the franchise is going. Let's do some rankings. I got I got a couple of fun ones. Let's do it. Okay, so we have three movie series. Correct. Let's start with the easiest one. Costume rankings. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. So We're, I, we're I, just going series. We're not ranking actual costumes. That doesn't matter. Because that's going to be way too hard. There's like 7 million costumes. So I'll, I'll tell you mine then really quick. Okay. Um, I would say Spider-Man Homecoming. Actually, scratch it. My favorite Spider-Man suit is still going to be Amazing Spider-Man 2. Because it just it okay. was ripped yep. right off the comics. Followed by, I would say, Homecoming suit, Far From Home suit, the the Iron Spider, maybe the maybe the stealth suit somewhere above Iron Spider. Because I was not a big fan of Iron Spider. Okay. Because it was not comic accurate. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> and then the Raimi suit, okay. including the black suit. Like, yeah. Don't get me wrong. The Raimi suit is fantastic, but. The other ones just are yeah, a lot Yeah, so better. I would say my favorite suit is definitely the Amazing Spider-Man 2 suit, followed by his red and blue Homecoming slash Civil War suit, hmm. which is why I was really upset with you. Nah, I know. I, I mean, I, I like the suit as well. I, I might, honestly, I think I'm going to go Amazing Spider-Man 2. Okay. Far From Home. Oh, the red and black? Yeah. The red and black is nice. Yeah. It makes the eyes and the white spider on the back really yeah. Um Homecoming. Iron Spider. So, and then basically everything else is yeah. the same. Stealth yeah. and then, yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, it's tough. I know. It, I know. It, it, it's a tough one. I mean, if you were going by, I wouldn't even say by trilogies because, they're, you know, Amazing only had two, but. By series. movie series, 
the MCU ones are the best. Are the superior ones. Yeah. Because also, like, the Raimi trilogy was the first one to really... And I think we, we mentioned it. Like, it was yeah. the first, like, we're going to do comic accurate stuff. Yes. But Amazing Spider-Man 2, which is funny because the Amazing Spider-Man suit was is one of my least favorites. Yeah. I don't really like... Like, I like what they tried to do and I understood, yeah. but still, it doesn't really do it's it for me. It's the worst suit. But um, which series... What were the uh, the rankings for the villains? Oh, I'm gonna say MCU, Raimi, and then Amazing. Yeah, I I, I don't think I mean, th- this is the problem. What no matter what you do for rankings, I feel like MCU is gonna be first. Uh, well, except for the suits. Except for the suits, yes. And with, with we the gonna, suits. we're gonna dis- we're gonna say it. Best rank the Spider Man. Is it going to be 3, 2, 1? 3, 2, 1. MCU. MCU. Amazing. Amazing. And then, and then Raimi. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. We're going to get some. <laughs> Fight me if you yeah, disagree. No, like, seriously. Um, so that's kind of going to wrap up our discussion yeah. on Spider-Man. So we would love to hear your thoughts, especially because like, Spider-Man is such a big topic. And Unless you don't agree with us. No, if you don't agree with us, please send all your messages <laughs> to Ronnie. No. We would we would love to really hear about yes. it because you know it's we love Spider Man we're big Spider Man yes. fans um, yes. both in you know TV movies I I love the comics you know so we want to hear your thoughts what are what are some ways that people can express their spider thoughts to us their spider thoughts I panicked <laughs> um, anyway ignore everything he just said um, but fine turns, turns off the whole podcast yeah, right? <laughs> goodbye. Um, no, Facebook is definitely the easiest way to reach out to us. May, really, like the only way, essentially, at this point. Um, so just hit us up on Facebook, whether you're commenting on the wall, on posts, or messaging messaging us. Messaging. Yeah, it's a rough one tonight. Oh wow, third podcast. Oh yeah, like, we're we're kind of friends. Yeah, um, that's the best way. You can also find our website called TheMisfitFaction.com, which is our hub for all of the different podcasts that we do. Obviously, Multiverse Fancast, and then Paul has one with his co-host, Sean, and that's Cinematic Adventures, where they talk about movies, a lot more focused on retro kind of aspects of movies and everything, your older movies. And then myself and Sean have a sports podcast called Laces Out, and then we will be getting a fourth podcast in here um, eventually one day with Bibliophiles Assemble with Melanie. Which has a, an Instagram page yes. with a, a huge following. So if you guys are book fans, please check out Bibliophiles yes. Assemble. Uh, you may even see yours truly pop up every once in a while. Uh, and and our new Wonder Cat. Yeah. So I think that's going to wrap it up for tonight. Uh, we look forward to talking about uh, something DC next week. And yes, then sir. a little Doctor Strange the following week. So yes. as always, I'm Paul. And I'm Ronnie. And we'll be back in a flash. See ya.